0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. A medical expert warns that COVID-19 could make a comeback in the SAR as social distancing measures are eased. The restaurant sector warns that the upcoming mid-autumn festival will be the bleakest in years and elderly care homes are again under fire, this time over the lack of legal protection for patients. A medical expert says he's concerned there could be a resurgence of the coronavirus here as cases from the third wave were never consistently at zero. University of Hong Kong epidemiologist Professor Benjamin Cowling says with social distancing measures being relaxed, it'll give the virus that's still present in the community a chance to spread. He says schools welcoming back students isn't as worrying as seeing bars and karaoke's reopening and more people going out. We've always been careful to avoid infections coming into Hong Kong across the borders. We've got 14-day quarantine for most people that arrive into Hong Kong, but not everybody. To be honest, I'm a little bit more concerned about infections that are still in Hong Kong domestically from the third wave. We never got down to zero consistently. And if there is going to be a fourth wave soon, my expectation is that it would be a fourth wave resulting from the leftover infections from the third wave that are still here. And we haven't got down to zero rather than being stimulated by imported cases. From outside. People who frequent a University of Hong Kong laboratory where significant traces of COVID-19 have been found are urging the school to avert an outbreak. One female lab employee has tested positive and more than 40 staff have been quarantined, although none have tested positive. 14 out of 37 environmental swabs from the lab at HKU School of Public Health have been found to contain the virus. Some researchers who work at the building say they're concerned because they ate at a canteen that was also used by the infected female staffer. But others aren't too worried. They spoke to Francis Sit. I feel COVID-19 is going to become like... Catch code like everywhere so I already prepared myself actually. I
1: think like everyone should get the test like basically. They're using with the same elevators at all and also we don't know whether they will go up and down to other
0: floors for working and so on so I'm like, concerned about it.
1: The whole building could be infected.
0: Yeah maybe. Health officials say there's no evidence the woman was infected through her work. The president of the Hong Kong Federation of Restaurants predicts the upcoming mid-autumn festival will be the worst in 20 years for the industry. Simon Wong estimates business was up almost 30% over the weekend after social distancing measures were further relaxed. Bars and restaurants were allowed to operate till midnight and restaurants could seat up to four people per table, which Mr Wong said led to an increase in gatherings. But he says the government seems reluctant to further relax measures. We want to have the regulation more relaxed. At least the tables can treat six to eight people. But I think that the government at this moment is quite, Well, they are very cautious about the situation, they might not want to relax the regulation in this stage. So I also see that in the coming mid Festival, this would be one of the worst festivals we have in 20 years. Customs officials say they've seized $90,000 worth of counterfeit mooncakes and vouchers from a Chinese restaurant and a warehouse in Yunlong. Officers arrested a 77-year-old man allegedly alleged to be the mastermind from the warehouse. Two staff members and a director of the restaurant were also arrested. Investigators say they believe around 100 boxes of counterfeit mooncakes and 100 fake vouchers are already out in the market. Is Say Kwok from the Customs Department's Intellectual Property General Investigation Section.
1: Because of the travel ban due to the pandemic situation, the mainland customers are not able to travel to Hong Kong to buy the mooncakes they used to buy previous years, and that's why the syndicate is trying to use different package, a different product design, the package design to deceive the mainland customers. This is the Hong Kong brand, but manufactured in mainland China. And in regard to the food safety of the counterfeit moon cakes. We've arranged to send those counterfeit mooncakes to our government laboratories for the food safety testing.
0: The son of an 84-year-old woman who's been in a coma for almost 2 months after allegedly being given the wrong drugs has expressed concern over the lack of legal protection for elderly in care homes. Mr Liu told an RTHK radio program that the Kwong Wah Hospital found the presence of diabetes drugs that were not prescribed to her. He says the government should allocate more resources for senior citizens. <laughs>
1: We've realised that elderly people living in care homes don't have any legal protection when accidents happen. According to the current legislation, the Social Welfare Department can only issue warning letters and guidelines to care homes or carry out spot checks. But there's no other legal protection for the
0: elderly. The Social Welfare Department says it sent a warning letter to the Longevity Palace Care Home in Kowloon City. It says it's also been following up on reports of rats at the home and carried out spot checks over the past year. It says it understands the rodent problem hasn't been eradicated, but there have been improvements. Federation of Trade Unions President Ng Chao Pei has urged the public to trust the mainland authorities in dealing with the 12 Hong Kong detainees. He said the mainland had immediately informed the SAR after arresting the 12 who were allegedly fleeing to Taiwan on a speedboat and added that he believes their rights are being protected. Mainland media reports say a man allegedly wielding a knife injured seven people, five of them schoolchildren, with two in a critical condition. The attack in Guangzhou took place at around 7am outside a primary school in Panyu as students were arriving. Video on social media showed at least two children lying injured on the floor. Mainland police say the suspect was detained and taken to hospital. Internationally, a huge leak of documents has revealed how billions of dollars of illicit funds was laundered through some of the world's biggest banks. The information was gathered largely through details submitted by the banks themselves to regulators in the United States. Financial institutions in Britain, the US, Germany and the United Arab Emirates are among those accused of failing to act on the suspicious movements of large sums of money. The revelations include evidence of how Russian oligarchs have used banks in the West to avoid sanctions anthony cormier is from buzzfeed news which received the leaked documents we looked far and wide for folks who could not only verify these but could give us some insight about what's happening inside uh, the west's biggest bank so we've interviewed hundreds of people we've received thousands of other government records uh, inside bank records we've made multiple freedom of information requests we've actually gone to court in a number of cases to unearth or unseal some documents that banks and the governments would like to keep secret. This was a, a wide effort among 400 uh, journalists around the world. The Democratic Party's presidential candidate, Joe Biden, says it would be an abuse of power if re- Republican senators confirmed any U.S. Supreme Court nominee that's put forward by Donald Trump before November's election. Mr. Biden urged them to follow their conscience. In a speech in Philadelphia, he said they should cool the flames that have been engulfing the country. Look, I'm not being naive. I'm not speaking to President Trump, who will do whatever he wants. I'm not speaking to Mitch McConnell, who will do what he wants, and he does. I'm speaking to those Republicans out there, Senate Republicans, who know deep down what is right for the country and consistent with the Constitution, not just what's best for their party. Residents from poorer areas of the Spanish capital Madrid have taken to the streets to protest against the coronavirus lockdown coming into effect today. The BBC's Gens Lamani has more details.
1: The lockdown restrictions apply mainly to lower income areas with higher immigrant populations. Protesters in the southern district of Vallejas, which has some of the highest infection rates in Madrid, said they were not adequately protected. They chanted that Vallejas is not a ghetto. They also called for the resignation of the Madrid regional leader, Isabel Díaz Ayuso, who attracted criticism for saying that the immigrants' way of life was partly to blame for the rise in infections. Spain has the highest number of COVID-19 cases in Europe, but the Prime Minister has ruled out a second nationwide lockdown.
0: Opposition campaigners in Belarus say more than 130 people have been arrested around the country during the latest demonstrations against President Alexander Lukashenko, is the BBC's Jonah Fisher. There are so many people taking part that there's very little President Lukashenko can do to stop Minsk's regular Sunday demonstration. Today there were once again tens of thousands of protesters walking along the streets of the capital, calling for the man who's ruled Belarus for the last 26 years to step down. Detentions, when they happen, are aimed at smaller, vulnerable groups and carried out by hooded riot police dressed in black. In an attempt to hit back and try to end the anonymous thuggery of the security forces, a list of the personal details of a 1,000 police officers was leaked last night on Telegram channels. A global poll suggests there's growing concern worldwide about climate change. About 90% of those surveyed by, surveyed by Globescand in 20 countries... I'm sorry 27 countries saw climate change as a serious or somewhat serious problem but differences have emerged on how to tackle the issue here's the bbc's matt mcgrath when asked how urgently should governments address the question strong differences emerged between rich and poor in kenya mexico and nigeria 70 percent strongly agreed that the response to climate change should be on a par with the response to the covid crisis but in the US, UK and Japan, this figure fell to around 40%. Perhaps the differences in approach are down to personal experience. In the UK, only 13% of those polled said they had been personally affected by climate change, whereas in Mexico, some 60% of respondents had felt the impacts of rising temperatures. Police in the United States have arrested a woman suspected of sending an envelope containing the deadly poison ricin addressed to Donald Trump. She was detained in Buffalo on the border with Canada. Unconfirmed confirmed reports say she has Canadian citizenship. Finance now and the U.S. dollar is trading at 104.28 yen. The euro is standing at one U.S. dollar and 18 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and four cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 24,195, 249 points down on the previous close turnover stands at $65 billion. Now with the sports, here's Adam Cheung.
1: We start with golf. The American Bryson DeChambeau is the emphatic winner of this year's U.S. Open at the Wingfoot Course in upstate New York
0: sends it forward looks for it to turn and disappear and it does and the hands go into the air there's thrust in triumph forward and he has finished it with a beautifully delicate putt that goes in for a par in a closing round of 67. One of the great major rounds. He's bulked up. He is brilliant. The appliance of science makes Bryson DeChambeau a major machine. He's the US Open champion, and he's done it absolutely brilliantly.
1: DeChambeau claimed his first major title with victory by six shots over Matthew Wolf, With a six-under total, DeChambeau finished as the only under-par player in the tournament, something that's never happened at the U.S. Open since 1955. In the NBA, Anthony Davis hit a three-pointer as time expired to give the Los Angeles Lakers a 105-103 victory over the Denver Nuggets in a two-nothing lead in the best-of-seven Western Conference final. The Lakers, who led for most of the game, survived 11 straight points by Denver's Nikola Jokic down the stretch. The Nuggets were up by a point with two seconds remaining when Davis took an inbound pass and made the shot that put. With the Lakers halfway to the NBA finals.
0: I want to take those shots. You know, as part of the legacy. I want those shots. I want the big time plays. I made it. You know, this is what, this is what they brought me here for. They made big time plays. Oh, but that's a hell of a team. They don't keep fighting. They fall all the way to the last shot. You know, they, we know that's what they're going to do. You know, they they, they a team that's proven it this entire playoff series. You know, their entire playoff run. So, you know, hats out to them. But, you know, we want to come here and do what we got to do.
1: Now to football. The English Premier League champions Liverpool continue their winning start to the season. Sadio Mane scored both goals in their 2-0 win over 10-man Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. The home side lost Andreas Christensen to a red card following a VAR decision on the stroke of halftime. Leicester City also made it two wins out of two after beating Burnley 4-2 at home. Tottenham blasted Southampton 5-2. Neil Mopé scored twice in the opening seven minutes as Brighton won 3-0 at Newcastle. In Spain, the champions Real Madrid opened their La Liga title defence with a goalless draw at Real Sociedad. And in Italy, the Serie A champions Juventus beat Sampdoria 3-0 in their first match under new boss and club legend Andrea Pirlo. The third goal was scored by Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: And that's your look at sports. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A medical expert warns that COVID-19 could make a comeback in the SAR as social distancing measures are eased. The restaurant sector warns that the upcoming mid-autumn festival will be the bleakest one in years. And elderly care homes are again under fire, this time over the lack of legal protection for patients. The news from RTHK.
2: done, yeah, I don't ever want to know, I could tell what you've done, yeah, when I look at you in your eyes. You're something burning inside you oh inside you you always try to- Good afternoon and welcome to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer on this Monday afternoon. Monday, the 21st of September is today's date. Many thanks uh, to Phil for the morning brew today. And uh, since it's Monday, we're going to have some environmentally uh, sustainability topics related uh, topics uh, for you. Just after half past one, we'll be hearing about an upcoming TEDx event, which is on sustainability. And it's organized by Encompass Hong Kong, which is a social enterprise that helps other organizations achieve their sustainable development goals. And we'll be chatting to Olivia Wong, the curator of this talk. And Olivia will be joining us in about 10 minutes or so. And we hope to
1: also bring you uh, this interview uh, onto the Facebook page, Noreen Meir.